What's this? <laughs> what's, this on? what's this? So I make this episode four. I know. Who thought we'd reach these heady heights? They said we wouldn't last as a couple. I know, and uh, we've now got more podcasts than we have listeners. <laughs> There's not many podcasts can say that. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> would they want to? I don't know. I don't mind it. I, I need to apologise because uh, remember we we had what, what uh, we had complaints before about how much bad language we used, and uh, the last time I don't think we used enough. Well, uh, and I I said fuck those people who complained about it. So I'm going to swear quite a lot this time. Well, you just do to right. make up for the last time. You do right, bloody hell. <laughs> Knickers, <laughs> <laughs> poopies. Uh, right, yes, this is episode four of uh, Deathcast. If you're still with, if you've been here with us since day one, you have the uh, the tenacity and patience of a saint, and we thank you for your ongoing patronage. Yeah, sincerely. If you're new, strap yourself in. It's going to be a stupid ride. Oh, if you're new, that's Hal. Oh yeah, <laughs> and this guy, this guy's ants. We just pointed at each other. <laughs> <laughs> it's good radio. It's good radio 101. Which is good because we both have faces for radio. Mm-hmm. I uh, I do now. I, I'm going to include that in the second novel. <laughs> I'm going to base the character on you and he's going to be a pretty boy. He's oh. going to look a bit like Mike Patton out of Faith No More like you uh, used to. Oh, Ants is writing a novel and he's writing me in, in the most most derogatory ways you can, you can think of. But, you know, that's <laughs> fiction for you. All lies. Anyway, what have you been up to? Mate, yeah. uh, not a great deal since last time. I've uh, been trying to get back into video games uh, a little bit unsuccessfully. I've uh, watched some TV, but mainly I'm just sort of pottering around and speaking to real-life people in real life. Oh, my God, what's that been I like? Know, I know, it's, I'm it's sorry. quite sorry impressive. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. Uh, right, shall we start, as ever, with the news? Okay. What is the news? There's a Last of Us movie. I can see that working. Yeah. Is this is this actually news to you? Uh, the way I found out today was that, uh, well, it's not only there's a movie, but it's further delayed and it's in development hell. But it feels like everyone else knew about this, except for me. Oh, right. Uh, well, I didn't know it was in development hell. Uh, and I'd see it was announced, but now I'm less optimistic about it. <laughs> Usually, when a film's in development hell, it means it's going to be a big pile of shit when it comes out. Well, it's being produced by Sam Raimi. Ah. Now, there's a mark of quality. I've been watching Ash vs. Evil Dead. Still love it. Yeah. It's, it's almost perfect TV. It is almost perfect TV. It makes Spider-Man 3. Well, we've all got some really bad... But he did make Evil Dead 2. So, yeah. Is it fair to judge a man, A, on his last latter day sins, or or, for four, even, or B, to, to judge him on former glories? Is, is either any good? Well, let, let's just hang fire until the film comes out, then. I guess so, I <laughs> yeah. guess so. Well, he's, he's producing, so, you know, it's not very hands-on. Uh, the screenwriter is Neil Druckmann, if you know him. Uh, I don't. He had a big hand in the writing of the Left of Us. He directed the video yeah. game, and uh, also the Uncharted games. He was quite big in them as mm. well. So that's quite promising. Yeah. Um. The the only thing, the only argument I've got with it really is the Last of Us was an example of it was the, an example of perfect 
video game storytelling. It had that balance between sort of cutscene and you know the action of the game. The segue between yeah, the two. If you yeah. try sort of compressing, um, you know, the the gameplay element of the Last of Us out into just sort of a mini action sequence for a film, it won't really work. They, they do, and that's something that I think people are getting better at. But there's a different language for video games than there is for cinema. And Absolutely. one of the problems is is they're trying to cross over. Uh, but they know it will make stacks and stacks of cash because idiots like you and I will flock in our troves. To download it. <laughs> to steal it. <laughs> <laughs> criminals, criminals. Okay, the casting. Uh, there's nothing much uh, confirmed. It's all still very much table work. Uh, but Ellie is uh, looking at being played by Maisie Williams, who's shown a lot of eagerness. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, uh, Maisie Williams from Game of Thrones, of course, as uh, a girl has no name. I can't even remember her name. Uh, fuck it, it's Maisie Williams, isn't it? Aria. Aria, yeah. Aria. Um, And I'm I'm up for that. She's uh, fun, she's feisty. Um, Joel is looking at either Hugh Jackman, who I, I don't think I can be bothered with, uh, or Dylan, too big. Yeah, too big. Or Dylan McDermott. Uh, I can say that, but you know why change a good? Just get fucking Nolan North in. <laughs> <laughs> Does well, what is he? Like? He might have a face for video game narration. No, he's he's a handsome man. He's he not I've never seen him. No, he's no. been in stuff as well. Has I he? just can't remember what off the top of my head. Multifaceted. Oh, he, he's, he's in everything now. Him oh, and the other Troy Baker. I might be confusing Nolan North with Troy Baker. Uh, Troy Baker looked like he was gunning for Nolan North's crown in terms of video game voiceover work. Look, they're both in stuff together, aren't they? Oh, it's it's cute. Yeah. It's very, very cute. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but one of them's a, a quite a handsome man. And, well, works in cool areas as well. We should probably sleep with this man. <laughs> you just took me back to when you was at college. <laughs> we oh, wait, wait, wait. This is, do we want to hear this? Yeah, we had a music lesson and we were all putting songs in that we liked in the music lesson. And this is one of the first examples of me sort of like getting to know you as a person. Was you putting primers on and them saying, What did you like about that song? And you was like, Well, basically, if I was gay, I'd sleep with him. <laughs> I, I didn't even say if I was gay I actually remember this I said if he asked me I'd sleep with him <laughs> it was just I, I gave Les Claypool consent <laughs> to uh, to jam me one up up there well yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you know I went to see him I went to see Primus um, he didn't ask so he didn't I ask. didn't sleep with him he no. didn't hear about it did he well it was that fascist that used to teach us that didn't tell him oh <laughs> old B-dub old Barry, Barry Witters <laughs> He wrote Agadou. <laughs> I did work experience in his... Um, uh, Barry Whitfield was our old sixth-form music technology teacher. He was a big old pompous... Uh, but in all fairness, we were 16, 17-year-old arseholes. We, we, we were bratty little yeah. filth bastards, yeah. <laughs> so it was a good pairing. Yeah. We'll probably get on with him now. Yeah, probably. I don't know, I'm still a bratty little kid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, where was I going with this? <laughs> uh, we was on about the last one's film. Okay, we, we segued segwayed into fascist music teachers. <laughs> it's easily done. Yeah. Um, yeah, last of us movie. Well, in general, video game movies. Um, go, some initial thoughts. Go. Uh, most of them are shit. In fact, all. 
Okay, um, I'm inclined to agree with you, although a bit of me is thinking, did I enjoy that? And all I'm thinking of is uh, video game adaptations well, of films. Well, I mean, me being saying drawl shit, that's really reductive and stupid. Uh, the Silent Hill one was okay, it was an okay film. The Resident Evil one was okay. They're not, they're not great films, but they weren't horrible. Um, they are what they are. They're not good yeah. films, but you enjoy them. Super Mario Brothers was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I own Double Dragon, which I also own. Oh, that's got uh, uh, Patrick. I want to say Patrick Stewart. That's not his name, is it? Uh, Terminator Two. Uh, Robert Patrick. Robert Patrick. Yeah, he's in there with the, with I, the beard. I don't remember. I've, I've seen. A, I've seen a still. I've, I've, <laughs> I've never seen it. It was fucking awful. <laughs> but um, I'm just trying to think of other video game films that aren't by the man that we won't mention because we mentioned him. Twice on two podcasts. Yeah, yeah, less of that. Yeah. Bollocks. Um, <laughs> it, I'd like to add this. I think that the best video game movies are movies about video games, not about a video game. Oh, yeah, indie game, the movie. All right. Yeah. Uh, I'm not talking even that's kind of documentary no. style. I'm talking things like, okay, Tron. I enjoy Tron. Yeah. A new one, not so much, but still, you know, I've got some joy out of it. Um, have you seen Gamer? Is that the one with um, the guy with a French name in it? I can't remember. John Le Corbusier. No. I just made him up. Ah, right. uh, it's uh, fucking hell! I can't remember his name. Um, was he in Heroes? He was a big guy. Was he in Dexter? No. Right. It's know. the right. Uh, it's Dexter, isn't it? I, I think I've seen Gamer. Right. It's the guy. The main. The lead, who's the lead? It was like Dexter? Gears of War, the movie. No. 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 Oh. Kind of. It was a cover based oh. shooter. Do you know, was it Dylan McDermott? No, it was the other swarthy Irish guy. <laughs> it was starting that. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, it started like that and then it showed you how people played. Am I mixing two films up here? It's got um, Peter Petrelli from Heroes in it. Ah, the one I thought was Sylvester Sloan's son. <laughs> how did you think that? Because of his wonky mouth. I'm seeing that. I'm seeing that now. <laughs> it's got Dexter in it as the big bad. Right. Um, I'm trying to think of the name of the guy who plays Dexter. Oh, Michael Hall. Is Michael it? C. Hall. Michael C. Hall, that's it. Yeah, yeah. He's in it. We should stop trying to remember names. Yeah. We're old. <laughs> also, it annoys me when other people don't on other podcasts. I'm shouting yeah. at the people. Why? Why? Why don't you do, do your fucking research? We've clearly done not. Yeah. We, uh, we gamer. I, uh, very enjoyable film. Um, but just is that it? Does, does the list stop at two? That that point that you just made about other people on podcasts not remembering names. If they do remember the names, that means that it's all scripted and it's not off the cuff and it's not a conversation. Yeah, like they're really, they've got an also prompt. Yeah, let, let, ladies and gentlemen, let, let us reassure you right now. Fuck we you, are IGN. Not, we are not. And your this, fake uh, attempts at spontaneity. <laughs> that was a bit of spontaneity. But yeah, uh, other gaming films. Uh, the one from the eighties. Not flat navigator. War games. Uh, not that one, but yes. I did watch that the other day, actually. The one where the guy, uh, Last Starfighter, he he gets recruited by playing an arcade game. Never. I've never seen that. I haven't seen it in about but thirty years, but I, I did enjoyed read, it when um, I was a child. Did you read Ready Player One? No, nobody's lent me it yet. Uh, well, <laughs> I've got a, I've got a file I can send you. I did it all on screen. Uh, but uh, the guy and his client, he did another book called Armada after that, which not nowhere near as good as Ready Play One. Still readable, but um, 
that's basically the same plot. A guy who's good, good at playing video games gets recruited. I should probably watch The Last Starfighter and stop giving Armada so much credit. Thinking, ooh, you invented that Ace Clan. I used to read The Ultimate Warrior, uh, which was a, an ongoing weekly cartoon in the comic Eagle when I was a kid, which was about a kid who would have to go out and buy a video game to get sucked into it and play it for real. If he died in the game, he'd die in real life. Wow. And it was basically just a big advert for video games, and I fucking loved every minute of it. It's a shame the WWF wrestler of the same name didn't adopt this into his in-ring persona. Yeah, he's dead now, by the way. Is that a fact? Oh, yeah. yeah. What did he die of? Uh, too, much, old. too much day-glow string tied onto it. Uh, it was really, really weird as well when he died, because uh, there was some ceremony on uh, an episode of Raw, uh, you know, inducting people into the Hall of Fame, and he was out there, and he made a little speech and it was so haunting because he died the next day and it was you know i can't remember what he said but it was poignant more poignant than what he said when he was a motivational speaker and he said queering don't make the world work and uh, what <laughs> protesters smelt of patchouli and burnt flag he <laughs> <laughs> was a bit of a conservative well no that's in true in in all honesty i find that very upsetting so i'm going to uh, I'm going to crack Spill open a cold beer one. on my bed. Wait, whoa, there's no beer there, man. I know what I'm doing. Uh, yeah, we are. We are in your bedroom. This yeah. is the first time we podcasted uh, from here, from this particularly salubrious environment. Let me just let me set the scene for you, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Adams has got a kind of wickery, not quite finished, baskety thing around his light shade, but it gives the impression of... You know the trees that are coming to kill and rape you in uh, Evil Dead? It looks like that's happening. Like a freeze frame of that. That's for the ladies. <laughs> and some of our gentlemen viewers. And there's all sorts of tat, let's call it. Big um, big tin boxes with, with movies in them. Nice big TV. It's referring to a limited edition Terminator 2 video set in a tin which is which is great a Pulp Fiction Blu-ray box set and a Godfather uh, box set with a script in it not so much that not to mention a Darth Vader Pez dispenser and uh, <laughs> um, I'm hopefully a custom uh, license plate registration with the words fat and homo uh, emblazoned across it I don't know where that came from someone just stuck it on my door it was just in the room when you moved in <laughs> But no, yeah, everything else is okay. And also, a monster, a monster box of... Um, oh, I Calvin and Hobbes. Calvin and Hobbes, yeah, yeah. Wow. And a Scarface. <laughs> a, le- a lenticular Scarface <laughs> poster. So that when you walk across the room, he winks at you, I think. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. This is a great romance. We should, we should cast from here more often. <laughs> Oh, I've just found his uh, dirty sock basket. I'm going to move this over here. There we go. And where are we? Video game movies. Yeah. Yeah. I think we've covered them all. Yeah, basically, <laughs> in conclusion, the best video game movies are inspired by video games and not yeah. tied in with them. And the other way around is true as well. Uh, you can't really count Batman, um, the games, because they were amazing, but they weren't based on anything. 
they were just based on the Batman franchise. But the Warriors the, was I the was exception. Say, yeah. The Warriors. I mean, that wasn't actually on a game. That was like a, a expanding the universe by introducing a prequel to the game. Yeah. Like making it made a shit film. I think the Warriors video game. Oh yeah. But uh, that's about playing to, to each the medium. Film as, the, as the climactic level was genius, and I still rate it as the best movie adaptation ever. In my head. Matt Damon has got something to do with some kind of Warriors remake or a sequel? I've read something about that. I don't know too much about it, so I won't comment any further. No, I won't. I won't. It might be out. It might be brilliant. We don't know. Okay, I'd like to um, I'd like to talk about something else. They're called the Fuel Rats. Do you know what they are? Ah, oh, you've mentioned it briefly to me. Okay, yeah, and um, you won't know the video game Elite Dangerous because you're a Sony boy through and through. But uh, it's uh, just it's a it's an Xbox One uh, and PC uh, exclusive. Uh, just a big one. It's basically a, a one for one remake of the Milky Way, and you could just get to hang around in in the galaxy. It's, it's pretty brilliant. But to do in order to do so, you need to fuel your ship. And every now and then, in the farthest reaches of this unfashionable end of the galaxy, your ship gets just lost. Uh, lost. You've got no fuel scoops, you've got no fuel, you're just stranded, you're just waiting for your ship to uh, blow up or just to run out of oxygen and die. Now, a bunch of people have taken it upon themselves to form a kind of emergency service, like a, an in-game AA. Um, like a stuck by the roadside, we'll we'll come and help you out. And what you do is like, oh no, I'm I'm stuck in the middle of nowhere. I've got no fuel. I'll call the fuel rats, and you go onto the um, their website, give them a give them a little nudge, and uh, some guys will just come in game, give you some fuel, and then you go about your day. Yeah, sounds good. The more protracted the uh, the journey, the better. We're getting distracted, aren't we now? <laughs> People are shouting for food. We are. We'll, cont- we'll pause here and continue this discussion. And we're back. <sighs> right, you'd have to excuse us if we're a little, little more sluggish than we were before. We've uh, just downed. What have we downed? Uh, a, a body weight in Chinese food. <laughs> but anyway, to recap. Elite Dangerous, there's these guys who save fuel, go around helping people people. who are stranded because they have no fuel left. I think that's a lovely, lovely thing. They go out there, there's a whole team of these people, they advise you not to give your gamer tag uh, out because then people could watch their forums Mm. uh, for, right, he's he's stranded, let's let's go give him one up the Jexy. (laughs) Well, yeah, I I just envisioned when you mentioned that earlier that that was going to be basically what he's on about where... You know, somebody's got loads of fuel goes up to these pe- fuelless people, and then pretend to offer it, and then go ha, get good noob, and <laughs> then fly away. No, no, no. These are the real deal. Yeah, uh, check them out. They're good stuff. Uh, the more protracted and epic the saving, as well. I mean, this, uh, the better for them. They like it when you're it's really stuck in the middle of nowhere. So they have to put a fleet of people at jumps lengths, like maximum warp jumps between them, yeah. uh, so they can daisy chain fuel to you and you uh, apparently one took I don't like, think the hand gestures are going to come across <laughs> uh, well you understand <laughs> yeah I understand okay. yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah one took like three days to uh, to, uh, to someone took three days to save sorry I've got fucking that guy's rice in my brain <laughs> too slow 
and then that was a massive success. That was a great thing. Yeah. Now, this is at odds. With, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it stands out because it's rare. <laughs> uh, it should be applauded for this, I think. Oh yeah. I mean, the I don't really like online gaming uh, because basically the kind of experiences are usually have against the general public and not friends uh, and negative me. ones you know I've I played Dark Souls and then uh, I got abusive messages from one guy uh, moaning at me because I was healing after he invaded me and I'm like I'm halfway through doing shit you jumped into my game un unannounced unwelcome but isn't it um, isn't it bad form to heal when uh, somebody fades. No, it's uh, th that's where um, Dark Souls etiquette comes in. Uh, there's certain points that people decide upon in games. They also decide upon uh, what level people remain at. In Dark Souls 3, it was level 120. Uh, you can't level up above that. that. That's like an accepted thing. And people have arena battles and YouTube videos of like loads of other people sat around that have been summoned in waiting for two people to finish the duel before starting again and in certain battles it's uh, in the older ones at least it was decreed that you should not heal um, Dark Souls 3 rectified it a little bit by giving a lot less healing items. listen Hans this is great you, uh, you keep these people talking while I go and get my e-cigarette I'll be back in one minute Whew, okay I'm back what did you talk to them about I didn't ask to pause the recording. Oh, but this was your chance to soliloquise like greats of the stage. Well, we're kind of talking to each other and recorded it. It's a little bit pointless now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, yeah. Okay, uh, okay. Dark Souls again. There's been some genius things uh, done online. Uh, I mentioned to you once about a new way of playing where they were doing like a Hunger Games thing where every invader starts off naked and the person who's hosting has dropped items all over the place mm -hmm. so people have to run around avoiding the enemies and the other players and you know you might get something shit like a loincloth or you might get some uber harsh weapon like the dark sword or something like that and that looked amazingly fun but it also looked like there was a lot of effort to set it up so I never did it well that's uh, symptomatic of uh of our times and uh you know sorry he's he's just been downstairs to get an e-cigarette we should have got come a, back up we should have just got a, a, just some burger and chips man that monstrous pile of oriental goodness is uh put me about uh people good in games um we played a bit of gta yeah, yeah, I enjoyed it, but again, got a lot of abuse from other people. Yeah, yeah. We uh, kept getting told I was going to get raped, and uh, it, I mean, horrible things I would, were going to happen to my mother. And things like, G games like GTA, which are, you know, they're kind of inherently violent, yeah. and, you know, sexually violent, and this is all fun, but, um, I mean, I, I actually, I managed to get a lot of grief off people whilst playing Buzz, online <laughs> music quiz, if you remember the... The game, the game yeah, with the yeah. buzzers, and you play with the, and you play on, online with people. You just have a pop quiz with someone, and yeah, they just, they just gave me loads and loads of shit, calling me lonely, sad, sat in on my own on a Friday night. That's wow. what they, that's what they shout, that's what they said to me. They're doing the same thing. Oh no, they were. Um, you can take on couches, it's like couch versus couch. Yeah. So there was four of them, and there was only one of me. 
and I basically ran him into the ground because I've I've got pop trivia. Things like I know what the drummer from In Excess looks like. Just things like that. It gives me the edge. Yeah. So I told this guy I'm not the on my own. You too. Ooh. I should play with you. Mm. <laughs> well, there's a bono right there. <laughs> hey, dad jokes. Well, I told him I wasn't in my own. I was. I was with his mum. Because <laughs> I'm funny. <laughs> well, I mean, we've been guilty of it as well when we used to play Mod Nation races. Oh. We were terrible bullies. Most of those people were children. And one of them actually apologised after I called him a cunt. Oh, and he said, sorry. So we took the piss out of the way he said sorry for about 20 minutes. <laughs> oh, Paul, what about that poor French guy who I... Basically told, I think, if my best French told him I was going to eat his mother's liver or kidney. In your best French. Yeah, he wasn't great. I probably told him something very, very different. But yeah, he's probably 12. So, there are cunts online. Yeah. Of which we have been to. The worst cunts online are on YouTube. Um, I mean, you've seen the comment section. Comment section, yeah. They're, but they're not cunts; they're comedians. Uh, Unwitting comedians. There's, there's a um, particular uh, YouTube channel, and it's got a really obnoxious bearded cunt presenting it, and it, it's supposedly a news channel. And he's like, "Here is the news." If you've ever seen him, and mm-hmm. basically all he does is report on squabbles between YouTubers, gaming YouTubers. But it's it, and I've I've watched them. I've been staggered by how fucking horrible it is, because this guy he he reports something like you know he'll, he'll say something along the lines of oh uh, so and so accused blah 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 of being a baby rapist, and then another person joined in and said he had evidence of his this baby rape. What will happen next? And what usually happens next is somebody has a fucking breakdown, starts sobbing and threatening to kill themselves because they're getting loads and loads of abuse by people saying, you're a dirty baby rapist because somebody else had said it. It's like the worst example of playground mentality I've ever seen. This happens in YouTube comments? No, this is actual videos. It's the bloggers and people who play video games. And the the guy whose channel it is... Like the guy who tried to protect uh, Britney Spears that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, okay, he perpetuates okay. it. He he reports on these things without any evidence whatsoever. It's like a worse version of the Daily Mail, if it's possible. Okay, he, okay. he actually accused one uh, kid uh, on his channel of being a rapist. Uh, and he said that there was loads of people who had supporting evidence. It was all hearsay. It was all people on the internet saying shit about someone else. And then this guy, you know, in a narcissistic way, uh, decided to post his response, which just ended up in blubbing into a camera for about 20 minutes that's and a, I thought it's engaging TV yeah uh, well yeah I watched it but <laughs> uh, how fucked in the head have you got to be to try and profit from that kind of thing and then he'd, he'd be offering people to come on his show uh, after basically destroying the lives because some of these people make a genuinely good living from just broadcast themselves playing video games and because of shit like oh so and so's rapist or so and so's a paedophile they lose sponsors they lose advertising content YouTube will withdraw the channels if uh, there's any yeah and it's horrible I had to I had to unsubscribe after about 20 videos well it's it's the (laughs) it's the the wild west that is the internet I mean it's getting more and more metered as far as you know illegal downloads and things are going but it still is very much an unchecked 
territory, an unpoliced kind of uh, zone. Well, it never can be, because the more they police it, the more people go to Tor browsers and the, the dark web. The dark Where the darkness web. lies. <laughs> yeah. We should go there one day. The dark web. The dark web. Let's go see those creepy oh. Satan videos that are everywhere. Oh, I couldn't take uh, I couldn't take a scathing comment from another podcast that would just destroy me. <laughs> yeah, I fucking would best. Right, so in summary, that's your cue to summarise, Hans. In summary, uh, people on the internet are assholes, but sometimes they're funny. I guess that's the lesson we take from that. Uh, valuable, valuable one. A valuable, yeah. I mean, it's going to get us far in life. Right, up next. Feature! What's the feature, Hans? I don't fucking know. Well, uh, what time of year it is? I mean, it's, oh, it's Christmas, isn't it? It will yes. be by the time this couldn't get out. Oh, <laughs> probably the time this gets out. Uh, we've decided to take a look at Christmas movies and pick our favourites, watch them recently, and just have a little chunter about them. Would okay. you like to go first? Uh, well, uh, I chose Bad Santa because Bad Santa. for me. Uh, oh, oh, by the way, just for everybody out there, I need to clear this up. Die Hard. It's not a Christmas movie. It's a movie set at Christmas. There's a difference. Mm. Uh, Christmas movies have an overarching theme of somebody who's a bit of a tosser having to tur- you know, turning over a new leaf. That's what I think of a Christmas film. What not I think one. of a Christmas movie is one that gets played often at Christmas. That it's, it's perfect Christmas fit. It's well, that, good, that would make film. Mary Poppins a Christmas movie. And it really isn't. Yeah, it's a film that gets shown at Christmas, man. That's like, you know, saying... Films are horrors because they get shown after 11. Well, I'm glad you took this moment to clear this up once and for all. You can't even clear it up in this room. It, it just anyway. probably because I was arguing with someone recently. Anyway, Bad Santa. Bad, bad Santa. Santa. Yeah. Uh, I, I like it. It's one where I usually I don't like the schmaltzy Christmas shit where it's all like, oh, isn't everything wonderful after all? But that is, it's got so much venom to it. And then this nice little Christmassy message all kind of just comes from nowhere and you're like oh oh, yeah it's alright the first time I don't mind admitting I was nearly in tears at the end right right I don't remember crying at it what I remember right small confession time I said I was going to watch this and I I didn't I didn't I just uh, circumstances conspired against me Uh, I thought I could get through this by (laughs) going through memory but I watched it in 2003 or whenever it came out I'll tell you what I remember I remember a little kid making Billy Bob Thornton a sandwich yeah is there a small black dwarf in it yes okay okay so we are talking about the right film okay Um, this is riveting I I know (laughs) (laughs) Uh, carry on carry on I'm going to this might this I'll, there's I'll, your chance. This I'll, is your soliloquy. Yeah, right? I'll try. Oh, it's always down to me. But I'll <laughs> I'll try and summarise it uh, so you can maybe jog your memory. Billy Bob Thornton is a bad Santa. He's an alcoholic. He pisses himself. He works with the uh, black dwarf, as you mentioned, who uh, is his elf. He's very surly. He yeah. Very and surly. Basically, what they do is they rob big convenience stores on Christmas Eve. Yeah, I've uh, seen this. Various yes. goods and money. He's a safe cracker. That's why the dwarf works with him. And 
uh, he finds out that um, a small fat child called Thurman Merman uh, is basically living on his own with his uh, senile grandma because his parents, uh, one of them's been gone away and one of them's been locked in prison. Yeah. Uh, so he basically gate crashes his house and turns it into his for a while. And Thurman Merman kind of grows on him. He kind of, you know, he sticks up for him. Uh, he teaches him how to kick people in the balls. Yeah. Uh, this is all coming back to me. But it's I mean, it's also, you know, two, two examples of great dead celebrities being in as well. John Ritter, who died not long after it. And also Bernie Mac. Hang on. This is perfect. I was thinking, uh, secretly, I was thinking, I hope he mentions when someone dies. This is giving me an excuse to uh, <sniffs> crack open another cold one in honour of our fallen comrades. Don't tip it on the floor. It's not on the floor, <laughs> you shuffing grandma. <laughs> but yeah, Bad Santa, love it. It's it's pro- probably my favourite Christmas film. Um, I remember it. Enjoy. I remember enjoying it, but I I also think of it as very much of of that time. There was kind of a um, period in the uh, in the two thousands where everything was just this kind of sardonic, cynical, knowing film. Um, and I. I and whilst I didn't watch it because of circumstances, there was a little bit at the back of my mind thinking, I'm not actually looking forward to watching this again. There's, there's something too too dark about it for me. I don't agree. I mean, the premise is quite dark. Uh, but most Christmas classic Christmas films do have a great deal of darkness in it. I mean, the, everybody may argue over this, but one the one thing that's regarded as the most classic Christmas film ever is It's a Wonderful Life. I was going to say Scrooge, but that, uh, yeah, same that, movie, basically. Yeah, that, well, Scrooge is you know a bit of literature, really, isn't it? The, uh, Scrooge. Carol. Scrooged. The Bill Murray Oh, right, one. the Bill Murray one, yeah. But... Um, Basically, It's a Wonderful Life starts with a guy about to throw himself off a fucking bridge and commit suicide. And his guardian angel comes along and, you know, shows him a better way. Uh, so, darkness is everywhere in good classic Christmas affairs. Uh, in order to fully appreciate the lights, we must first experience what is yeah. what is dark. Yeah. Yeah, so there is the, the Christmas message Yeah. is in, in the Bad Santa movie. It, oh, it's there, it's there, definitely. It, it sneaks up like... Um, when spoiler alert, when it gets to the end and it looks like he's dead, I felt genuinely upset for Thurman because all he wanted to do was get that purple stuffed elephant to Thurman. That was his one act whilst he was being pursued by the police. Yeah, yeah, yeah. An unselfish gesture by a bad man. <laughs> really, really wish I'd watched it. No. <laughs> Death <laughs> exclusive. <laughs> No research necessary. <laughs> At its fucking prime. <laughs> uh, can we move on to the one I did watch? Yeah. Okay. Black Christmas. Yeah. Uh, what are we looking at? 1974, is it? 74, yeah. Something like that. It's pretty old. It's uh, Predating Halloween. It predates... Same year as Texas Chainsaw Massacre. predates a lot of movies. It kind of set up the template. I mean, arguably, globally speaking, you're looking at Bay of Blood... Uh, set in the uh, the slasher movie template, uh, but Peeping for Tom in 1960. Was that a slasher film? Uh, it was. It's largely regarded as one of the first of the genre. It's not strictly speaking. It did the point of view thing before anyone Ooh, else. Point of view count. Yeah. Oh, I love point of view count. Um, anyway, uh, 
enough about the history. Yeah, it's pretty early doors, uh, and because it's in the process of setting up uh, the tenets of the genre, it doesn't have to. It, it doesn't have to adhere to them. I mean, yeah. uh, I mean, an obvious and well-known tenet is you have sex, you die. But uh, your main character, um, Jess, yeah, played by the lovely Olivia Hussey, uh, she's uh, in the process of uh, dealing with uh, an abortion and her boyfriend doesn't want her to go through with it. Um, I mean, abortion means, yeah, she's had sex at least once. Yeah. You've got to read into that. Um, it's a Christmas film. And she, spoiler, spoiler, doesn't die. Uh, I thought that was great. Yeah, but also, as you said, that whole thing wasn't really set up yet. It was Halloween that basically set that kind of premise for the slashes you have up. Uh, later on about the sort of sex and the, you know the virgin being the one that survives yeah yeah the final girl mm. yeah what else did I like about it I like uh, I love John Saxon <laughs> John Saxon is a man's man amongst men's men he's uh, he, he just can do no wrong you can imagine I'm not sure if I've ever seen it but I, I think his chest is hairier than anyone else's <laughs> in the world before or since he's John Saxon I love, I love him in Another Dragon. Another he dragon knows he is. can't compete in it, so he's just making some money betting on it. <laughs> Who'd win out of a fight between John Saxon in his prime and Michael Ironside in his prime? John Saxon. Yeah. He was in Another Dragon, which makes him harder than most people. He was also in Nightmare on Elm Street 3. Still, doesn't it doesn't count against him. He was in Enter the Dragon. But Michael Ironside was in Starship Troopers, had one arm. Still yeah. whipped everyone Enter the Dragon kicks the shit out of Starship Troopers. Yeah, I'm not so sure. I think I'd Wait, sooner watch Starship I, Troopers over Enter the Dragon. Off topic a bit. Um, Christmas okay. films. Christmas films, Black Christmas. Black Christmas. Uh, yeah, Margot Kidder, she's in there. She's drunk as a loon, pretty much throughout. Um, Template for a career. Life, temporary yeah. for a life. Um, poor, poor Margot Kidder. If I had another can, I'd open it for her. Is she dead? I don't know. I'm just thinking. There are the parts same of Margot Kidder that have died. <laughs> so for that, and a poor one she, into the carpet. She was incredibly hot. Man. Uh, you would like the lead singer from my band's wife. She yeah, what, reminds pimp, me of her. Pimp her out over the internet. Why not? The lead singer of my band may. Uh, may have a problem with me doing this but uh, well are you basically first, saying his wife looks like Margot Kidder um, she's not unattractive there's a and also there's a, there's a cheekiness in her eyes <laughs> I, I feel like this is fine I, yeah no, this, I this is talk. fine this is going out on the internet <laughs> well you know I, I, no one listens to our podcast do they no, no it's fine. least of all your friends. All, well, no, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> if I'm, once I was going to be the uh, the general secretary of my university's student union. Yeah. Um, but it was down to votes. It was uh, you had to run a campaign, and yeah, it was a close not uh, close run thing. Uh, can't remember her name, but she won it. Congratulations, handshake. Uh, she won it by about eight votes, and. A little bit of polling around my friends afterwards, I could uh, actually name eight people who didn't vote. Just, oh, I didn't get round to it, or this, that, the other. You know what I mean? Good. Don't rely on your friends for shit, aren't you? Give in to your hand. <laughs> <laughs> 
What's more important is that I don't hold a grudge from the year 2000. Yeah, yeah, there's, there's no bitterness coming out 16 years later. He's had a couple of drinks. He's settling all the scores. I could have changed my life. I could have been, I could have been a general secretary or something bigger. But Black Christmas. Black Christmas. Yeah. A fine movie. I thought that when I put it on, I was like, oh, I know why Hal likes it. He's got a bone on for title credits now. He, he loves the typefaces of old 70s horror films. I do like yeah. them. But uh, after, I mean, I watched Friday the 13th a few days ago. Um, that's got the best title card of any movie I've ever fucking seen, ever. Uh, I tweeted as such. Go and watch it. Yeah, uh, you've got quite a, a few likes on that as well. Oh. Uh, I know how to play the fucking Twitter game. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I was quite shocked be it, with it being the 70s film. Just the liberal use of the word cunt on that phone call right at the beginning. I it's was, genuinely it, quite it shocking. It was jarring. It was, I, was, I wasn't expecting it at all. No, it's... I mean, this is older than me, older than you. Yeah. And, you know, they're talking about cocks and he wants to lick her cunt and her cunt as well. A pretty piggy cunt. Yes, he's got... He's got <laughs> A fucking strong tongue, the amount of cunts he wanted to lick. What's a piggy cunt? <laughs> I don't think I'd want to lick a piggy cunt. A piggy cunt. A piggy cunt. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, um, so I watched it and then I turned it off and didn't watch it all. That's far out of time. Circumstances conspired <laughs> and then you knocked on the door so I had to turn it off. This, uh, well, did you just start tonight? Yeah. I actually got up early this morning so I could put Bad Santa on a tablet so I could watch it on the train home. But uh, exclusive, we come prepared. <laughs> but again, circumstances conspired. <laughs> Let's talk about shit that we've not fucking <laughs> even watched. Uh, well, I mean, the annoying thing is, what we can say is, if you've not seen these movies, go and watch them. But if you listen to this, we've kind of spoiled them. Have we? I think so, yeah, yeah. Well, I think the statute of limitations is up, really. If you haven't seen Black Christmas already, <laughs> if you haven't watched it in the 42 years it's been out, well, you're you not haven't. likely to. Yeah, I'm not likely to either. <laughs> <laughs> and with Bad Santa, that's fucking 13 years old. If you don't want the ending of films ruined, don't fucking open a laptop, look at your phone, <laughs> go on Facebook, watch TV, or anything else. If you want to preserve the integrity of everything that you've never seen never watch anything else and I am going to declare this feature our favourite Christmas movies a roaring fucking success <laughs> it's possibly the finest feature we've ever done and with that high um, fives all round nice uh, ok here's a song this is um, we're just going to put a song on after you now a band called Love Boat they don't exist anymore sadly but I'll give the details after the song uh, go and check them out uh, they're on Bandcamp uh, but yeah, this is Love Boat with Butcher's Hands.
pretty fucking sweet. Yeah, yeah. I um, I love Love Boat. They're a great, um, great outfit. As I say, sadly, uh, no longer with us. Not dead. Um, although, oh man, that would have been a great opportunity to open another <laughs> can. But, um, they're no longer with us as an outfit. Uh, but they are on the album that this is from. It's called Love Boat, eponymously speaking. Yeah. Um, it's on, uh, right, I think it's www.loveboatuk.bandcamp.com. Uh, go in there. Shove a quid in the pocket. I think it's like three quid for the full album. You, you can't, you can't say fairer than that. It's a shame. I mean, I've, that's the first time I've heard it, and I, I could picture driving round on a, an open world video game to that coming out of a, you know, a radio station on it. Really, it got me going that way. I, I wanted to drive a car into a wall. It's good fun in, in a good way. Yeah, oh, <laughs> in, the, in the positive way yeah. of <laughs> self-destruction. Uh, I like how um, honest it is. It's just about, well, do you, are you familiar with the term butcher's hands? Butcher's hands? Hmm. Um, is it a sex thing? I, I think it's something to do with just being like up to your ankles in meat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. And, uh, I've seen I, documentaries. And the, the rest <laughs> of the album is as, as uh, handles sexuality in, a, in as mature a fashion as that. Uh, but with with the consummate musicianship that accompanies it, I, I do need to listen to it then. It's, it's, it's like right up my childish dream. <laughs> it's, a, it's a great fun album. <laughs> okay, what's what's uh, up next? How about essentially? Let's pretend we still talk about video games. Uh, video games played. You played anything lately? I have. You can tell us about it. Yeah. Do so. All right. No. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, I've played more Enter the Gungeon I'm desperately trying to get the platinum on that one more trophy left it's a procedurally generated game where the random chances of one thing happening result in a, a random chance of another thing happening I've just got to keep plugging at it until it happens that sounds fucking that. great, you played it out yeah, um, I've played uh, Watch Dogs 2 Watch Dogs 2 um, not, I haven't completed it it's not a sort of the old school ants puts the game on, finishes it in two days. And no, no, this is uh, a skill you're losing. Yeah, I know, uh, but it's good. I was down on the first one, as you know. I thought it was a bit boring after a while. Uh, it had a lot of problems, most notably being the Ubisoft sandbox desert thing, where uh, it was just too big and you know traveling around. If you do find something to do. Uh, it's usually the same as something else you've just done. To fix yeah. that, whilst it's massive, fast travels absolutely everywhere, mm -hmm. so it's not as annoying. Um, the people in it are a bit more likable. It's a lot it's more weird, that, isn't it? Yeah. The uh, the people there are there are a bunch of real rad hackers and not doing this yeah, they're but massive tools, but it's handled in such a way that they are likable. Yeah, it's it's a likable knobheadery. It what doesn't sit well with me is. The murder. Uh, right. Uh, I. It's not a story point. It's the fact murder. that no, these sort of teen hacker hipster dudes. Uh -huh. You know, they're all about doing this, doing that, and you know, when it first starts, him having a stun gun and levering people with a, a bike chain, that fits. When he's getting high-powered sniper rifles and eliminating cops, it doesn't really fit. It's not. It yeah, doesn't feel right, jars, yeah, as yeah, yeah. enjoyable as it is. But I heard that this time around, um, 
you can uh, complete missions without having touched a single person, like all through camera work yeah. and with your remote control car and the drone, your, your, yeah. your drony flyer. Uh, I haven't got there yet. I still have to make my way onto places. I've I've got through several things without killing anyone. Yeah, but I have. But I've had to go in there, and it's been touch and go. It's really been yeah, touch and go. Yeah, it's been like I've got a sniper rifle, and I want to use it. Yeah. So bollocks, <laughs> bollocks with mercenaries. I'm going to snipe people. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember the band Fuzzbox? Pink, pink sunshine. Pink, pink sunshine. No, I don't. All right. Well, they're playing in Sheffield. All right. I'm probably going to go see them. Um, but yeah, Watch Dogs. I've got a problem with Watch Dogs in that it doesn't fucking work. It crashes sporadically, either 20 minutes, 40 minutes, an hour and 20 minutes in, and it's kind of stripped it of a little joy for me. The fact that I've I got a broken-ass piece of software. Uh, I've had it on six hours total, not happened once. Yeah? Yeah. Is that Although, one single sitting? Um, no, two sittings. Two sittings? Still, that'd, that'd be nice. Yeah. That'd be nice. I I'd, can see that. There might be a problem with your machine. Uh, looks like it. It looks like a proper re- uh, build from the ground up. It's interesting, though, that it's the only game that it, that it does it on. I feel bad well, blaming the machine when all could, other games are It could also be fine. because you played it... I, I waited, and before, when I put it on, there was a patch uh-huh. uh, downloaded straight away. Could be that patch that fixes those things. Ubisoft are renowned for releasing stuff that's a bit buggy. But I have downloaded all the patches since, and... Yeah, there's even yeah. been a, 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 a PlayStation Network update. I just feel a little sad that I can throw 50 quid at yeah. a product. Uh, you know, in advance, I you know, I, mean, I, I, I pre-ordered this. I don't pre-order games often. I just pre-ordered it because, you know, I had the money and I, I thought, yeah, I'm going to play this game. And, yeah, it doesn't work. So I get onto Twitter speaking to Ubisoft customer support, mm-hmm. uh, explaining what's going on. They have not responded in any yeah. way, shape or form. Fuck you, Dev Exclusive. <laughs> we have your £50. Pounds. Yes. Now what? Now what? We are wiping your ass with your £50. Pounds. <laughs> we will come back to the Franks. <laughs> yeah, this is uh, kind of annoying. Yeah, I, I can see that. Well, the same thing happened to me with another new game I played. Uh, mm-hmm. Not full game. Uh, part four of the Batman Telltale game. Crashed four fucking times. Uh, and it's only two hours long. See, in my experience, going back to the last podcast we did, Telltale Games crash. That's what I, they I do. I haven't had it with the PS4 ones. Welcome to um, Telltale Games. Right? And all three parts of it were fine before that. I mean, I had problems with the uh, original Walking Dead on the PS3. Mm-hmm. Um, but, as I said last time, never had a problem. This time, really pissed me off because I'm repeating things. And it's taking me out of the story. And uh, I was thinking, I want my money back. I've paid mm. 25 quid for this fucking game and this has just took it you know no spoilers really the Joker's in this one it's a Batman game the well, Joker's well, gonna be in it but I was I was enjoying it uh, enjoying it I was enjoying it and you know get, getting hooked in and then I was taken out of it and swearing yeah that's that, that for me is the telltale experience they're brilliant they're great games when everything's Running in tandem and buzzing in in unison, it's it's there's nothing like it. But all so often, it's just like meh meh meh, and and you t- totally taken out of the yeah. game. Well, I'd, I've never experienced crashes like that with them. I mean, it, there was bugs, uh, like I mentioned, the Walking Dead one. Uh, there was a bit on the train, and all of a sudden, you just couldn't see anything, and you had to restart the game. But never just all of a sudden, halfway through a scene, it crashing, and then you're having to repeat. 
about 12 minutes of footage again to get to that point. But even saying uh, when everything's, you know, operating in tandem, it's it's great. Even my vision, my experience of it of it running smoothly is is that it is still a bit juddery. It's uh, just a bad bad edits. Like I mean, mm. it wouldn't it wouldn't work in a film. It wouldn't run oh, in a film. That, there's the that pauses, in the, the weird time. I know what you mean. Things, you know, there's a lot of that in it where a scene just ends. That's it. Yeah. And uh, the loading thing comes on and it really is jarring. Uh, or a scene just starts, but the actors don't yeah. don't start playing. It just seems, yeah, I'm not... I mean, it's a shame because it is a beautiful concept and they're fucking, they're, they're, ringing, <laughs> they're ringing out everything they can they can get for it. But. Well, in all fairness, the, the storylines have been great in uh, everyone that I've played. The Game of Thrones one had me desperate for the next episodes um, Tales from the Borderlands was fucking hilarious uh, did you play all that? Uh, no 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 I'm halfway through the first episode <laughs> <laughs> preparation <laughs> enjoyable though yeah yeah enjoyable episode 4 beginning of that is possibly yeah. one of the funniest moments in video games ever oh no it's all built up yeah built and up. you won't find it funny at all it's just dad jokes not at all <laughs> <laughs> I don't know I'm a dad twice over uh, I would like to talk about a game that uh, I omitted from the last podcast. Okay. I don't know why. Uh, it's just, well, what I've been doing since then. Yeah. And all I could think about was Fallout 4, because that's all I've been doing. No. I played a game called Inside. Have you played Inside? No, I've uh, got it off yet. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. I've not put it on yet. There was an update yesterday. Uh, <laughs> Gilly, of all people, a friend of ours, who doesn't play video games said have you got inside it looks great he's right it does look great and it is great um it's you played limbo yeah right same people so a similar kind of game mechanic um little boy poodling along puzzles and kind of an overbearing story but this this inside is such a leap from from limbo I, I can't even really talk about it A because I'd hate to spoil it for anyone mm. I mean I'll spoil 40 year old films in, in a second <laughs> yeah me too but uh, I'm not going to spoil Inside for anyone because uh, for, for two reasons one I don't want it because it'd be you know, spoilers and two I don't think you'd believe me if I told you <laughs> the, the, the crack of shit that goes on in that fucking place how long is it? Uh, single sitting oh right yeah, um, uh, you know, uh, an afternoon. You can do it in an afternoon, quite easily, quite happily. You'll put the controller on and think, "Fuck me, <laughs> that was cool." Yeah, yeah. I'll give it. I'll give it a look. Sounds sounds pretty good. Mm. I did have. A, I had a moment where there was a puzzle involved pulling a tail off a pig and sticking my head into a light bulb to remotely control some people in the background. Uh, and I'm sat playing this bit, and I'm thinking, oh, this is great. So I sent a text to a friend. Um, I'm like, all right, yeah, this is great. I've just done this, I've just done that. Game of the fucking year. And he just says, you haven't started. You, <laughs> you'll fucking know when it's the game of the year. <laughs> and yeah, and I fucking did. And that was when uh, I was just playing it, thinking, yeah, yeah, this is great, this is great. Um, my wife came downstairs, and... Said, oh, what are you playing? I was like, oh, yeah, it's inside, da da da. 
and then it turned into the game of the fucking year. <laughs> uh, so my missus had to sit there and watch me play this outrageous turn of events. Um, and I cannot recommend it enough. Okay, based on that, I'll try and play it this year then. You've, you've got it, really. I've um, got, I've got... It's sat there, it's an month. afternoon's game. Or whenever this goes out, I've got a couple of days left. A couple of days left? Yeah, whenever this podcast goes out. Uh, well, I'm, I'm talking the fiscal year. <coughs> I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, so that's inside. Anything else you play? Um, I'm just trying to... Oh, I played... Um, no, Seven Days Die, I'd already mentioned on the last one. Yeah. Uh, oh, Wasteland 2, briefly. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like talking it, about? Liking it, yeah. it's uh, like early Fallout, as expected. Um, it's quite difficult. Uh, old games are. Yeah, I was... Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, this isn't old. No, but if it plays like, like an old game, yeah. it must play fucking hard. Uh, yeah, I was, I was struggling how to restart it because I just didn't know what was going on. It's very unforgiving like that. It doesn't explain things to you. Uh, not a bad you, thing you because like you, disco- yeah, you, like you discover things for yourself and that's great oh. cool, and cool. yeah that's that's basically what I've been playing cool I, uh, I've been playing Dishonored 2 like it did you like the first one I did you like the second one cool uh, there's a bit, bit more to it you've got two different characters to play um, that's been the hardest part for me so far it's just like do I play him or do I play him and this is my problem with any kind of choice in a video game yeah. I just sit there for about 40 hours straight asking my wife what to do she says she doesn't fucking know I don't fucking know so I just go with anything and then I play the rest of the game convinced I've made the wrong decision <laughs> but uh, Dishonored 2 is yeah it's an, it's an extension of the first uh, it's, if you love the first you'll love the second it's just like the first, but more so. Uh, you've still got the house lives, that uh, eye thing. Yeah. <laughs> That's all there. I like that. A lot of things are similar, and uh, a lot of things are extended. They're, they've not taken anything away. All they've done is add in the same vein. Well, my biggest problem with Dishonored is how short it was. So even if this is just Dishonored 1.5, I don't care. I liked it. I want to play more. I'm sorry I didn't buy it when I said I would, I forgot. That's okay, you're going to make good on your Final Fantasy XV promise, right? Yeah, it's already bought, it's there. Perfect. Uh, that's what we're playing next. As Final I said before, 15. villainy lifted. <laughs> you promised to buy a game you didn't. Villain. Now you said you buy another game because you didn't buy that game. You have bought this game, villainy lifted. Uh, we're game sharing, guys. Yeah. So uh, I buy I buy Watch Dogs. He gets to enjoy it. My machine won't even fucking play it. In the meanwhile, I had to buy my own copy of Dishonored too. I ask you, folks, is that right? Is that right? But I bought Final Fantasy 15, and I didn't play Watch Dogs when it came out. So therefore, I've penalised myself a little uh, bit. No, but you've benefited by actually working <laughs> by some of your theories. This is horseshit. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, Dishonored two. Uh, it's great. It's more the same. Go for it. Yeah, cool. Cool. That's video games done then. Uh, what else have we been doing lately? Uh, watching on TV. Okay, see. I'll tell you what I did recently. Six Days of Horror. Oh, I saw you tweeting about that on yeah, deathexclusive.co.uk. Yeah. It is. As on, the, on the train down here tonight, I um, I listened to Meet for the Beast podcast. Yeah. Uh, Jim and James, great podcast. Um, good lads. Uh, it turns out that they, they 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 did a horror podcast you know in honor of 
I'm guessing October. Uh, where one of their their number did, I think like a week of horror, like mm. one horror film a week. So it looks like a copy of them a bit. I'm not. <laughs> it's just a happy coinky dink. <laughs> one of my friends uh, last year did a hashtag on Facebook called 365 Days of Horror. <laughs> and he became a massive pain in the fucking hole about it because he was lit. We was like, we don't care. No one cares. Watch two in one day and then have this day out. No! We went to a wedding and he had to watch a <laughs> horror film that morning. We were staying away at a wedding. Most weddings and, are pretty shit. Yeah, uh, and then, uh, you know, some of his uh, definitions of horror were quite loose. Uh, what um there was a Disney one in there, uh, Monsters something. Monsters Inc. Not Monsters Inc., but it may as well have been. Mo- Monster School or Monster something. Academy? Yeah. The sequel to Monsters Inc. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Well, that's not horror. And he was like, no, but it's got horror themes. And I'm like, well, fucking South Park's got the devil and the Draclia in it. Draclia? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cool pronunciation. Well, it, You've got to say Draculia because it's funny. Okay. <laughs> it's just like Skellington. You've got to, it's got to be done all the time. Um, but yeah, the, the six days of horror. Going back six to days it. of horror. Okay, so I won't dwell on each. Uh, I'll just quickly go through what I saw. Day one, Friday the thirteenth. Cool. Uh, original, I assume. The the original, yeah, nineteen eighty. Is it? Um, Around then. Greatest uh, title card of any movie I've ever seen ever yeah uh, film itself a little dull a little boring up until a certain point when it kicks in yeah uh, and then it and then it is it is good it is worth watching uh, I did read some about the the best Friday the 30th movies rated in order um, and I think it only came third of all Friday the 13th which makes me want to I think uh, 2 and 3 actually came as better movies yeah I'm not spoiler alert it's not Jason is it not? No. It was his mum, oh wasn't it? Oh my god. Um, <laughs> in the end, though. Dead air is a crime. Sorry, but I'm looking at him. <laughs> He's pointing at me and looking at me. In a funny for a podcast. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> okay, watch Friday the 30th again. Uh, but, I tell you what it is, uh, the guy who put, you know, Jason is in. Uh, yeah. You know, there's little Jason in Friday the 13th. Yeah. That's the only time that guy actually played Jason. Mm. He went on to become a musician in a band called First Jason. All right. Yeah. Uh, I wonder where he got the name. I know. It's exciting. a coincidence. I don't know. I'm just happy for him. <laughs> you know, one thing happened when he was a kid and he's latched onto that shit. <laughs> okay. After Friday the 13th, I did two days on the TV show Channel Zero. Oh, yeah. I've watched the first oh. episode of that. Yep. Liked it. Was going to go back. Uh, I was more disappointed because the way it was described to me was that it was basically a creepypasta TV show. So I was expecting sort of like a different creepypasta re- each week, not an ongoing narrative. That's but, the season. The, yeah. There is another season greenlit of this, and the next one is a different creepypasta. Yeah. Uh, in fact, the guy who wrote the original creepypasta is a web comic artist who's good friends with Penny Arcade. Oh, cool. Uh, Chris Strauss. I've seen the name. Yeah, yeah, he pops up on the Penny Arcade yeah. deal. Uh, yeah, it's his, so I'm happy for him. Do you know what? I'm assuming it's him. How many people have called Chris Strauss? Three. Oh, well, <laughs> I've got one in three chances. Of this being okay. uh, yeah, there's really, really creepy bits in it. Um, I enjoyed a lot of the 
people. The people in it. A lot of believable people in it, I thought. Uh, overall, after six episodes, I was left a bit like, huh. And it reminded me of... Did you Have you done American Horror Story? Yeah. Uh, not the late season. I gave up on that because right. it was boring the shit right. out of me. I only did the first season. Yeah. And at the end of that, I was like, huh. And it left me feeling a bit like that. So if you like the first season of uh, American Horror Story, maybe you like the rest of this. I think I will. I, I, it's not one that I've abandoned. It's just one that I haven't kept up with. Okay, then I watched Black Christmas. Yeah, we've, we've touched on that. that yeah. Nearly. <laughs> we're well prepared on that one, were we? Yeah. <laughs> um, then I watched The Orphanage, which uh, the wife has been. Well, she watched The Orphanage since she saw it. It turns out it's nearly ten years old. Yeah, yeah, I've got it on DVD. I really liked it. Yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, I found it a bit too whimsical in places. It, it played like. Um, do you remember Clue? You remember the film Clue? Yeah. It reminded me a bit of that. You remember when he's running around between rooms and all this uh, mad music would kick in and everyone's running around. There was a lot of that going on. Wasn't such a raging clue. <laughs> clue glow I'm everywhere. Spray clue glow everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> but not that, you know, of the uh, I am the singing telegram. Boom. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just lost. <laughs> lost in clue glue. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. Uh, um, Likeable, what's going on? Oh, that's going on. Is this going on? Um, it feels like you could take the supernatural out of a lot of it and it just turns into quite a. I mean, it's quite a dark. Hans Labyrinth played like that as well. Another Guillermo del Toro film. Mm -hmm. And, you know, apart from the brutal smashing someone's face in with a bottle of wine, uh, that, even the way it was marketed, looked like just basically a, a sort of tweens. Uh, adventure film but it wasn't it was much more adult than that but I, I, it's that juxtaposition that I, I liked about both of them yeah I, I'm not playing that, that I'm not playing it down as a negative yeah. um, I, if anything it's a positive because I've never seen despite even seeing Pan's Labyrinth I don't think I've ever seen anything quite like The Orphanage before mm. it was a, a reasonably unique experience in my in my movie watching either. but how often do you watch uh Latin horrors. <laughs> no, for, um, yeah. Wreck. That's that's why things like that seem fresh to you. Uh, it's the same when I got obsessed with Japanese horror films because it was just such a new and exciting take on horror movies. I've become a bit bored with them since. Because, yeah, yeah. There is a lot of sameness with that. It's like, all right, oh, it's ring again. It's ring again. It's ring yeah. again. Everything seems to come back to ring with uh, Japanese horror. I mean, it's like it's going full circle. Oh, my word. <laughs> You've blown my tiny mind. <laughs> okay, so that's the orphanage. Uh, yeah, it's brilliant. Watch it. Um, and it's nice. You can almost watch it with your mum. Although that bit where... Spoiler My mum wouldn't watch it. I can't watch subtitled films. I, I don't put films on to read. <laughs> Poor last generation. <laughs> They've lost their shit, haven't they? Uh, orphanage, it's just nice. Oh yeah, uh, the bit where the old woman gets hit by a bus. I've forgotten that bit. Uh, it's a great bit. Go back, watch it again. Oh well. Very impressive. I'll, I won't masturbate this time. Uh... Trust me, there's nothing there to <laughs> there's nothing there to unbuckle your yeah, trousers. It's been to. on the internet. 
this brings us up to last night when I watched a movie called Train to Busan. Oh, right, because you've not mentioned this at all. Oh, yeah, I think you remember <laughs> mentioning this with some vigour over text to you. Stop what you're doing. Batman isn't important. I put Train to Busan on. It's okay, send me it. No! <laughs> Download it yourself. I can't. My laptop's shit. It'll be midnight before it's here. Get Gilly to do it. Gilly's not in. That's pretty much the end of the conversation. Yeah. And it was a long one, but I felt like you were fighting me. I feel like you were fighting me all no, the way. I, I'm, I'm on board. I want to see it. I was okay. hoping you'd bring it on a hard drive tonight. But no. Let's look at let's look at the same conversation I had with Reese. Here's the t- here's the message I sent to you, dude. Stop doing whatever useless shit you're up to and download Train to Busan. It's fucking incredible. Unless you're watching Train to Busan, in which case, carry on. All right, so you weren't being original then, because that's what you sent to me. Yeah, yeah, that's a, you were the first one I sent All it right, to. Right. And I thought, I wonder what Reese, our good friend Reese, I wonder what Reese says. Reese says, Google's train to Busan, fires up PC, on it. He hasn't watched it, though, has he? No, but he's got it. <laughs> yeah, but he hasn't <laughs> watched it. But he's one step further than you. And, and he says, I, I'm in for I this. won't I'm lie to you. Have you seen evidence that it's on his PC? That just reads to me as, shut the fuck up, pal. I'm doing something else. I'm playing Final Fantasy XIV. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's yeah. far easier to just say to you, oh yeah, I'm all over it, mate. <laughs> Get back to Batman. Oh, is, this, is, this, is this how people treat me? When, when I say I was playing Batman, I, I'd finished the game. I was just stood in the hallway in the dark and all around the couch. <laughs> Said, I am the knight. It was a Thursday as well. I hear yeah. you do that on Thursdays. <laughs> hey, baby. You want to know my secret identity? <laughs> Tough. <laughs> anyway, Train to Busan. Yeah. Uh, Korea's first zombie film. Film. I am informed by the wife. Yeah. She's been known to err before. So, um, maybe. Maybe not. However, it, they don't need to make any more zombie films. <laughs> They've made the zombie film. No one need make any more zombie films. It's, it's a definitive full stop on how zombie films should be made. You won't know this because you're a PlayStation fanboy, but it's a lot like Left 4 Dead. It's like Left 4 Dead brought to life. Mm. Uh, and it's just remarkable. The, the zombie effects, the zombie acting, the zombie stunt people, they're fast zombies. Spoiler. Um... The, the beautiful trains that they have in Korea. I was on a train to Grimsby tonight, where we yeah. are now, and uh, I was thinking, this train's a piece of shit. Like, yeah. After the trains in Korea. to Japan, not that good test. Trains over there, better. Yeah, and they run on time. This uh, isn't endorsing the Nazis, just like efficient train services. Yeah, yeah, I mean, Mussolini, he, <laughs> he sported a lot of good things. <laughs> But yeah, I've, I've been on uh, trains from that region. I know Korea and Japan are separate countries, but um, a friend who lives in Korea who's been to Japan as well has said that uh, Korea is like Japan light. It's got many of the uh, good and efficient things of Japan. Right, right. It's just not as mental. Right, and they've got the, uh, the edge. Yeah. Or bone Or... <laughs> the other ones <laughs> or Clayton L- Larry and uh, and Pete Ken yeah <laughs> Ken from you Ken the drummer <laughs> no he was in Bros <laughs> oh no it's Ken the bass player from Bros oh it? was that? I don't know 
Yeah, you had Matt and Luke Goss and Ken. Matt, Luke and Ken. <laughs> Sounds like builders. <laughs> <laughs> and against the odds. Five sugars love. They made it. They made it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, so I, I, won't, I won't dwell on that. I won't dwell on this. Uh, yeah, it's brilliant. Uh, great zombies. Great movie. Great story. Best villain in a long, long time. Uh, you know, it's not even a villain. Just someone you think, oh, you're going to get it. Fucking hell, Buster! And it's the one of yeah, Joffrey, a real. <laughs> I can't wait to see you die. A proper um, Lord uh, uh, the, from Game of Thrones. The other one, uh, uh, not Joffrey. No, the other one. Yeah, uh, the guy who was in um, the Invisible Guy from Misfits. Misfits. Ah, yeah, yeah. Fucking hell, I can't even remember his name. Bolton. Ramsey. Ramsey Bolton. Bolton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's got the best preparation. Best Ramsey Bolton. <laughs> <laughs> and right, that's where uh, that's where we are. I played Killing Floor Two as well. Forgot about that. Holy fucking shit! Killing Floor Two. Yeah. How'd you find it? Um, I, I enjoyed it. It's not really my type of game. It's a multiplayer mainly. You can see that. From absolutely, the, the absolutely. Single player to it is is quite lacking, but but yeah, that's like fun. slagging off a it, car because it's not a motorbike. I'm not slagging it off. No, no, no. I'm just no. saying it's not really my cup of tea. Cool, but cool, cool. It didn't have any problems with it. Everything worked fine. I completed uh, a couple of rounds of the single player. Uh, you know, I was, I was getting lost in the moment. Yeah, I, I can't, I can't fault it. Yeah, it's uh, what it does. It's perfect at doing. It's uh, again, you won't know this because you're a player five handboy, but there's a lot of it left for dead in it. Yeah, well, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. There's. Lots of so much left for dead in it. I wanted to play the first killing floor, uh, on account of it's oh, it's a bit, bit like left for dead, let's do a bit more. But it was PC only, I believe. We might have come out on. I've seen videos of people but... playing killing floor 2 anyway, yeah, because uh, some of the YouTubers that I watch have given it a go and you know they've had fun with it. Yeah, I, I don't think there's any fun not to have with it. It's basically, you think, right, okay, I'm here, I'll get this, and oh my god, there's loads of things coming to get me, and it gets quite hairy, and you think, oh, I'll save this bomb for a bit later, but then you... Uh, you Never used the bomb once. Really? Oh, my combination... I spunk it first opportunity I get. Samurai sword and uh, a grenade pistol, Ooh, and that just nice, seemed nice. to sort everything out. Right, yeah, hints and tips with Def Exclusive. Uh, yeah, would you recommend it to... Uh, if you if you like fast paced multiplayer dismemberment of zombies, yeah, definitely. If you like playing exciting video games with your friends, yeah, buy it. It's fucking it's fucking great. It's just great I'm, what it does. it's quite cheap, isn't it? Uh, it's thirty quid. I found. Yeah, I think online that's quite cheap. That is very cheap. Triple yeah, A yeah. games are sixty quid online. Yeah, you can't seem to charge for online only games. Although Call of Duty seemed to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, I'm, my only problem with it is is that uh, not many people we know have it, so we can't get a full. You can get like a six six man team on there. Oh, we'll sort it out soon. Yeah, yeah, we'll get. Some but every time we've ever encouraged everybody to get games, track mania turbo. <laughs> um, there was that other racing one as well. I think we actually got got it together and played that one once. Well, the one that was free with PS Plus. It just fell apart. Yeah. We've, oh, Star Wars. We're lacking the dynamic. We're lacking the group dynamic that we once had. Well, I think it's because everybody's got older and we all have shit to do, you know. 
You've it's got a, a wife to tend to. And, I do have uh, a wife. She does need. You've got a tending. cat that needs feeding. That cat. Our friend right. John has got crisps that need eating. My flying you God. cunt. If uh, <laughs> Sony, if you're listening, just ban him again. This time for good. The day he came back online was not a, a win for anyone. Least of all you. If, like a referee who went back on his decision. He's pointing and shouting at the, <laughs> at the microphone. I'm so, I'm so angry. <laughs> I'm it's proper, all those tipping the beers out to, to dead celebrities. I'm Ren Hoek angry right now. <laughs> yeah, we used to play Grand Theft Auto with uh, this guy we know called John Nolan, and uh, every time he came on, suddenly <coughs> eating crisps, and we'd be like, John, stop eating crisps with a microphone in your mouth as well. And he's like, I'm not eating crisps. He'd lie about it. We're like, well, no one was eating crisps until you came on. We weren't angry. <laughs> we were just disappointed. <laughs> disappointed in John. Crisp munching son of a bitch. Motherfucker. <laughs> on this note, should we call it? Yeah, let's call it. Right. On the note, we're slagging off another one of our friends. I'm Hal. He's been... Ants. Together, we are Def Exclusive. This is the Defcast. Let's catch you again next time, guys. See you later.